This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. And welcome, welcome, good morning, good afternoon, wherever the case may be. You're live with Dr. Jeff Werber here, your host for the next 30 minutes here on Pet Life Radio's live call-in show, Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. And um, we're here for you. We're here to answer questions today. Um, just by a, a quick show of hands, I can see you. I can see you. How many of you are going to be have the, the guts this morning to call in to join us here on Google Hangouts? Because there's a, a really important topic I want to cover, and I really would like to get some feedback. I think everybody else would like to hear some feedback as well. So anyway, just be prepared. How to get a hold of me? 877-385-8882. Once again, 877-385-8882. That is our toll-free number. You can also text me here uh, directly. You can go on to PetLifeRadio.com. Click on Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff, and you can just type away. And lastly, and the best way, do the same thing. Go to the Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff tab on PetLifeRadio.com, and you can join us on Google Hangouts. That's the best way because then we get to see you and we get to talk to you a little more personal, kind of a little more fun. Of course, I want to thank our key sponsor, Paw Fume by Dr. Jeff Werber. So that is a phenomenal line of products. And uh, some of my favorites, as you've heard me say, skin and coat emollient, our ear cleaner, our first aid spray, great shampoos, and the beautiful match, the mix between Dr. Jeff Werber's line, my line, and Paw Fume. The scents are amazing. Just applying them to your pet, you're going to make you happy because they're going to smell so good. You're going to want to share your bed with them. You're not going to want to kick them out. And uh, it's it's really the best thing ever. This you know everything is just so well made, available online. Uh, you can just go to pawfumepremium.com. That's p a w f u m e premium, all one word. dot com. Order away. As a matter of fact, and I'll mention this at the end of the show as well. If you put down in the discount code line, Doctor Jeff, then uh, D R J E F F you will get a 20% discount on your entire purchase. So, um, of course, money-back guarantee. If you're not happy for any reason, you get your money back. So it's a, it's a no-brainer. So try this stuff. So I uh, hope you had a very safe 4th of July. It was pretty safe here in L.A. I was, uh, it was very hot. And in fact, the last two days, I think Friday, was the hottest day on record in Los Angeles ever. Some parts got up to 113 degrees. We were third only to two other cities in the States that have warmer temperatures, had warmer temperatures that day than did we. And those were Las Vegas and Phoenix. So that's pretty amazing. And we were hotter than Death Valley. I mean, it was so crazy, just as hot as Palm Springs. I mean, it was really nuts. So um, even at night, uh, at night, I walked my dogs, I think it was Friday night at about, I was at maybe 1030 p.m., and it was still 95 degrees. That's, that's pretty crazy. So anyway, if you're out there with your pets and you're having weather like this, make sure you do, do it in shade. Don't leave them outside without water or shade during the day. Leave them in as if you can. Hopefully, you have an air-conditioned home if you're in heat this high. And um, go easy on them during the day as far as exercise, as far as walking. Take plenty of water. Take plenty of rests. Watch their feet. And of course, as we'll talk about a little bit later, never leave them in a parked car. So I just want to go through some things first. And here's what I want to talk about today. And I really do want your feedback. I know some of you are shy. I'll get mail, but I don't want mail. I want you now today to either give us a call. If you don't have a camera on your computer, 877-385-8882. I want to get feedback. And I want to get feedback because I am a little bit sort of in my, in my own mind, I'm having this battle of what position to take. And I would love feedback. I'd love to hear from you because I am 
you know, also a little bit disturbed by some of the things that are going on. But I can also see the other side, and, and it would be great to hear from you. And that is airline regulations. There is not an airline out there right now that's not coming up with new regulations. Some of them make a lot of sense. Others, I'm not so sure. And also, the, one of the parts of these regulations are service dogs. And as many of us know, and we weren't born yesterday, many of the service dogs, and put that in quotes, out there really shouldn't qualify as service dogs. You know, when you have anxiety because you're flying with your dog underneath, that doesn't mean you definitely have a true fear of flying and you need your dog. You just don't want to make sure your dog is underneath in cargo. So you get, you go to the vet, you call, you know, they're play, oh God, they're online places you can go to, to get yourself certified that you need a service dog. And now, now not only do you need certification about you and the true need to have a service dog or a companion dog, but also now you have to have the dog checked out by a veterinarian. Is it qualified to be a service dog? You know, service dogs, typically real service dogs go through a lot of training and they have to have, you know, certain expectations about levels of behavior. And, uh, a lot of the, people, the dogs that are going on planes, aren't. that's not the case. We'll talk about that. So be prepared. In the next, uh, after the break, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about these things. I want to know kind of your position, how you think, how you feel. What do you think the, the changes are going to be? What's it going to be like for the traveler? What's it going to be like for the safety of the pet? You know, some of the regulations I disagree with. We'll talk about those. So anyway, be prepared. 877-385-8882. Join me on text here at PetLifeRadio.com. Or better yet, go to Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff on PetLifeRadio.com and click on the Google link that's there for you. And we can talk about this because I think it's really important stuff. So anyway, just some news items that I thought were pretty interesting. There is, you know, first of all, I'm not into bees. Obviously, they're essential. They do a lot of good things. They help pollinate our flowers and our plants. They, they make honey. So, I, you know, I get it. Uh, they still scare the crap out of me. I think in my, my whole life, and it's a long one, I've only been stung once. And it wasn't because I was actually stung. I stepped on a bee at the beach. <laughs> it was a dead bee. And sure enough, my stinger got me in my foot. That's it. So I still have this anxiety about when I see a bee, <laughs> I'm, I'm running the other way. But anyway, there, is a, there are dogs now that are trained to sniff out a certain bacteria called the American Foul brood bacteria. What a great name. American foul brood bacteria that seems to affect beehives. And it affects the health of the beehive, the productivity of the beehive. And um, anyway, dogs can be trained to sniff out this bacteria and uh, they can then treat it. I think that's really cool. This I kind of liked. This is from the state of Mississippi. Has a new law that allows police dogs that have been injured in the line of duty to ride in ambulances to the veterinary hospital. I mean, regular ambulances. Now, they're not expected for the EMTs, the emergency medical technicians, to treat the dog. Obviously, they don't know what to do, but they are allowing these service dogs that are working with police and government agencies that are, are injured in the line of, of duty to be transported to a vet hospital in an ambulance. That's really cool. Way to go, Mississippi. I think that's really fantastic. Now, here's another one, a little dangerous. It worries me a a bit because we don't have this problem here. I know that many states out there do. I'd say we don't have the problem, but typically in in Los Angeles, it's it's not a prevalent problem. 21 people in Weld County, Colorado, being treated for exposure to rabies because they came in contact with a little orphaned baby raccoon that it turned out had rabies. And and apparently there are more and more cases 
that are been reported. So I think, you know, if you live in an area where you're hearing things about rabies, make sure your pets are protected. Now, in many states, it's law for dogs and cats. In California, for example, it's not required for cats. It is for dogs. So if you have a live in one such state that it's not required for cats, but you have a cat that is indoor, outdoor, or all in the outdoor, you better make sure that the rabies vaccines are current because it's real. It's a real threat, especially animals that are potentially mingling or coming in contact with skunks and bats and, and raccoons and the like, coyotes. So it's very, very important. Once again, as I mentioned, here in LA, the third hottest spot in the country, there are, there is a heat wave in the entire West right now. So don't leave your pets in a car, period, done, finito. It's lethal. I can tell you story after story that where dogs had, or cats even, had come in, either dead or they were in tremendous heat stroke. It's deadly. It really is. It's very, very, it's a really serious emergency. Don't risk it. Speaking of which, there was a New York bill that is now in the Senate and already passed the, I guess it's the House of Representatives. Now it's going through the Senate and uh, to allow firefighters to break into a car to remove a pet. And one such case and not face, this is really great, not face criminal or civil liabilities. So if you have a dog in a car in New York and firefighter sees it, they can come and break down your window, shatter it, pull the pet out, and you cannot sue them for the, the repair of your car. So that's really, really smart. That's really cool. And how did this all kind of, one of the bills, the reason why the bill was introduced is that there was a situation, three Rottweilers died after being in an SUV for 11 hours in Shirley, New York. And apparently it hit the news and it bothered enough people that they got the petitions they put, a, put it on the ballot. It passed. When it went through the first, it passed, announced before the state Senate. And if it passes, that would be really great. So when I think about things like that, what's happening in Mississippi, this new law in New York, I think it's great that many states are kind of coming on the, joining the bandwagon to make sure that our pets are, are healthy and uh, that we are going to be liable. And some of the states, actually, it's a criminal offense to leave your dog in a parked car or a pet in a parked car. So I think that's wonderful. So we're going to go on a break. Get your guts out. I want to definitely hear from you on this one because I think it's very, very important that we all talk about these airline regulations. It's got to end somewhere. There are, what's happened is we have a good thing. And I'm afraid that if too many of us take advantage of this good thing, it's going to become a bad thing. And I think that's what's happening already. So, and I've warned this, but I've been pushing this for a while. And I think it's becoming a reality now. And that concerns me big time. So uh, anyway, don't go away. We'll be back after these short messages here on Pet Life Radio's Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff once again, just to let you know, I want to hear from you after the break, 877-385-8882. Send me a text or better yet, join us here on Google Hangouts on PetLifeRadio.com. Go on to Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff, scroll down, click on the Google Hangouts. You can as I said, join us right away. The link is right there waiting for you. All right, don't go away. Sit, stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. 
Tired of wasting money on giant bags, boxes, and jugs of litter that don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter that lets you use less and get more. World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to deliver outstanding odor control and easy cleanup. It's lightweight, 99% dust-free, and pet, people, and planet-friendly. It's even flushable. Make the switch to World's Best Cat Litter and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Super Mega Fish Oil. Get the third bottle free. Packed with omega-3, DHA, and EPA fatty acids. Super Mega is great for your dog's immune system, healthy skin, and soft, shiny fur. Dogs love it. Try Super Omega Fish Oil. Buy two. Get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back. We're here live with Dr. Jeff Cooper here on Pet Life Radio. Ask the Vets with and um, before the break, when I opened the show, um, we had talked about some of the new changes that have been going on with different airlines. I kind of wanted your feedback on these airline regulations, the changes that have happened since that very, very sad situation on United Airlines with the French Bulldog puppy that was in the baggage, you know, the overhead baggage compartment and, uh, and died uh, during the flight. And that sort of put a lot of pressure on, on United Airlines. As a matter of fact, because they reported a couple of weeks ago that 18 of the 24 animal deaths in U.S. airlines last year were United. I think that in all fairness to United, they were also carried the most animals, uh, statistically significantly different. Uh, they carried a lot more. And um, there were certain breeds that they would allow on the plane, including things like a French bulldog, this what we call the brachycephalic snub-nosed, short-nosed breeds. Nosed breeds and and uh, there were some issues. And so what we're seeing now, all the other airlines are sort of jumping on this bandwagon. Uh, Delta, American, you know, Alaska. There was another story came out um, from Virgin. And they're all basically changing their policies a bit for the safety of pets. And also, I think, for the safety of a lot of the passengers. I think there was one instance where a lady wanted her seat moved because she said she was allergic to dogs. And there was a dog, a service dog, legitimate service dog on the plane. And she wanted her seat moved. Now, you know, the airlines, they don't want to take any chances. What does that mean, allergy? Does that mean she can get an anaphylactic reaction and her throat can close up and she can die? So they, they actually stopped the plane. It was on the runway. They went back and they got her off the plane. And she, that's not what she wanted. She was just obnoxious and didn't want to sit near a dog. So, you know, be careful what you wish for. But they made her get off the plane because they didn't want to risk the possibility of having a person get really, really sick from an allergic reaction to a pet. But there are many websites out there, names not to be mentioned here by me. I know you know they're there. I know you can find them. And I'm sure many of you have found them where you can get a certification to have your dog registered as a service dog. You can talk online to a psychiatrist or psychologist, part of these few hundred dollars for the, um, the registration, and they can confirm that you have certain anxieties and that you need to have your dog with you. And very easily, you can get your dog registered as a service dog and get them on the plane. Then there were issues with, yeah, but what happens with a real service dog? I mean, truly, someone who 
has a, a guide dog or someone who has a, you know, a dog for the, the hearing impaired or someone who truly has a medical issue and needs to have their dog with them. Well, then the issue becomes, well, what happens if there are already three dogs in a cabin when they, they only allow two? And both of the other dogs are not legitimate service dogs. And I always would tell people, just be careful because what's going to happen is it's going to get overdone and then it's going to come back and bite you. Pardon the pun or actually pun intended. And that's what we're seeing now. So I want to just go through some of the changes. First of all, as I said, United Airlines, again, had a lot of problems. And uh, now they were, as I said, carrying more pets. And they were accepting these flat-nosed breeds at all times of the year. And um, now policies have changed. Now there are breed and size restrictions. Now we know that I reported a couple of weeks ago, I'm not happy about this one, that Delta also has a new airline policy, went into effect actually in two days, on July 10th. It's going into effect that for emotional support animals, they're only going to allow one per person. So you can't take your three little Shih Tzus anymore or your three little kitty cat. You get to choose one, which I honestly, I think is a good thing. But again, they are banning pit bull type dogs, which of course I disagree with because as we know from a story that I reported back, oh God, several, several weeks ago that Michigan approved a bill banning dog breed specific ordinances including ownership bans, compulsory neutering, muzzling, and requirements in order to carry additional liability insurance. Because they have seen studies, many, many, many accepted studies, that these dogs are really no more of a risk than any other dog. It's not a breed issue. It's a dog issue. And you can't condemn a dog or a mix because it has some of that breed in it. So I think that... Uh, that was really a smart thing to do. But anyway, Delta, on the other hand, feels that just because it's a pit bull, not because of snub nose. A lot of pit bulls don't have really snub noses. It's because it was, you can't have a pit bull as a service dog. Or if you do have one, you can't take it on a plane. That to me is not right. And again, one who works with a couple of pit bull rescues, know them very well. My daughter has one, has, actually has two, and they are really sweet amazing dogs. And if they're trained properly and truly are service dogs, there should be no issue with having one on a plane. Now, if it is a problem underneath and it's a kind of a more of a snub-nosed dog and it's during the summer and we have to worry about sitting on a tarmac in 100 degrees, yes, that I can buy. That might be a problem. And um, they're just, I think what's happening is because of what happened with United Airlines, they're being overly cautious sometimes to the point of not making any sense. And, and that is a, a concern to me. Now, way back, I also talked about that United Airlines, they were not going to now accept the snub-nosed breeds or any of the strong-jawed breeds. Now, what do you mean strong jaw? You know one dog who's got actually a stronger jaw than a pit bull? By a few, you know, 20 or 30 pounds per square inch. One's like 400, one's like 380 or something like that. It's pretty hard, but a Rottweiler. So now, strong jaw. So now we're not going to let a Rottweiler on a plane either. And again, they won't transport. And again, this makes sense. They won't transport any animals from Vegas, Palm Springs, Phoenix, Tucson, or maybe now even Los Angeles with the weather we've been having from May to September because it's too darn hot. And again, they can't, as we know, if you've been sitting as a passenger in a plane, there are always instances where it, there's a delay in takeoff because some mechanical issue, the food wasn't put on, uh, the bathroom toilet didn't flush, and they got to stop a whole plane. And you're sitting there, and it's sometimes too hot in the tarmac, on the runway. So therefore, they're not allowing those dogs. I think that's a safety thing. That does make sense. So what's happening is, I think we are seeing more 
and more regulations, some to the benefit of the pet, some that are valid. But I also think we're seeing so many that are really invalid, that don't make much sense, that are not fair for the dog or for the pet parent. But some of the issues that we are seeing, and this is really, I wanted you guys to chime in. I have a very shy audience here. But some of the issues that we're seeing are really related to the fact that we have taken advantage of a very good situation. And I, you know, I look, let's face it, I travel, I do my, my media, my speaking, I'm the trade shows, I'm leaving, I'm going to Denver next week for another trade show, the American Vet Med Association, actually, which is a really great one. But and I see dogs in the airport, and I see dogs on the plane, and I love it. I love it. I'm going over, I'm, I'm talking to them, I'm getting my major tongue. And uh, it's so cute. I they, they, it makes me comfortable when I see a dog in the plane. But my only concern is, are we people that don't really have to travel with our pet, but just want to and take advantage of the ability to get your pet registered as a service animal, even though you are fine. You've flown many times without one. You are fine. And you're only really doing it, A, because you can. And that is an issue because I think, and my fear really is, as I mentioned, that we're going to get to the point we, we will no longer be able to. And to really get true service animals that are going to make it very difficult. I can see it next. They're going to have a fee to get your animal registered legitimately. And sometimes to the point where it's going to become economically unfeasible to have your pet travel with you because it costs you $500 to get them registered as a true service dog. And you're going to have to get validated in, uh, proof that you have this problem. And you know, right now, when you have a service animal, no one is allowed to ask what your problem is. And that's because of some privacy act. So uh, as I said, people are taking advantage of that and they're getting somebody, their friends, a psychologist, friends, a psychiatrist, writing them a letter. They take it to whatever and they get, take the dog to the vet. Now you got the vet, the dogs have to be checked out. And within, you know, you know, bam, bam. And, uh, and, and a day or two, you got yourself, your pet registered as a service dog. And, um, I look, I'd love to have my dogs. I, I'm, I don't travel with my dogs typically. I have too many and they always take, you know, keep each other company, but I've driven places with them, but not put them on a plane. I think it's too much of a hassle. So um, anyway, I wouldn't mind hearing from you about this. You can contact me at Dr. Jeff at PetLifeRadio.com or at Dr. Jeff at DrJeff.com. And uh, I would like to hear you. I, I wouldn't mind reading. I can keep them anonymous. You don't want to sign them, don't sign them. But I would like to know your take on this, how you feel. I want to hear how our listeners here at Pet Life Radio feel about this pretty, pretty important topic. So once again, I want to thank uh, Perfume Premium, Perfume by Dr. Jeff Werber. Go online, take your order, great stuff. Um, check it out, money back guarantee, 20% discount code, put in Dr. Jeff, and you can't go wrong because you can't lose. And try it out and uh, let, you know, get back to us and let us know about that as well. Any other topics that you find very important for you that you like to discuss, medical, behavioral, um, just drop me a note, Dr. Jeff at PetLifeRadio.com. And um, we will attack them, tackle them here on the show. Um, and if anyone would like to talk about something dear, near and dear to them and be a guest, a live guest on the show, it's very easy to do. Once again, just make sure you have Google Hangouts and you can come on and um, uh, you just sit next to me right here on the screen, right here next to me. And we can talk, chat, have some fun and uh, talk about you and make sure, of course, um, have your pet on with you. So we will uh, be here next week. Uh, again, thanks for joining me. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks to uh, Perfume. Go on to perfumepremium.com to uh, take in your order. 
and uh, have a wonderful weekend. If you are in a crazy area like I am right now, um, just stay inside. Keep the air on and watch your pets because they can also succumb to this extreme heat. Have a great week. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.